0: And welcome to Lunar Magic Tea Time, where we discuss all things magical, mystical, metaphysical, and sometimes even a little mundane. I'm Kristen. And I'm Nancy. And today we're delving into the mundane, if you will. Today we are talking conspiracy theories, mostly because I have several that I find so entertaining and i will spend way more time on youtube than i need to just being like this is just ridiculous conspiracy theories are let me back up for a second i want to make it very abundantly clear that here at lunar magic tea time we are very science-based like i know we are witches and we do things that we can't necessarily explain but we always are testing to replicate results when we have something work or or try to figure out why it didn't work or you know so we're very very much about logical thought process and science yes science first (laughs) science first And and a good conspiracy theory is just so much fun and so we picked a we picked three three conspiracy theories that are pretty well well, two of them are very well known. One of them, some of you may know. But I freaking love. <laughs> and then, a personal tour. Um, we each have one that we picked on our own to surprise the other person with, and then lastly, we made up a couple. Yes. Just to show how it works. So our first one is one of my favorites of all time. <laughs> this, is, this is I can't. So. So crazy. It's it's absolutely it's it's okay. It flies in the face of science in every conceivable way possible. And and that's one of the things I, I love about it. It's the flat earth theory. I know you I just can't. I can't even keep a straight face. <laughs> right. So there's there's actually some very good podcasts out there. And I wanna give out a give a shout out to one podcast in particular because they did a two part series on Flat Earth. They've actually got at least three episodes on Flat Earth, but the the two parter actually was kind of a round table discussion and they actually invited a flat earther and a scientist on, and they kind of mediated. The podcast is Hysteria 51. And if you like conspiracy theories, please, please, please give them a listen. They're amazing. They go really into detail. Like they get into the minutiae of it, but I'm just going to be, give you a little quick rundown. So flat earth, yeah. Flat earthers <laughs> believe the earth is actually flat. It's, it's flat. There's, it's a disc floating through space. Um, Never mind that we actually have seen Earth from space and taken actual photos of that. Most Mm. of them will say that those photos are faked because I I don't know. I mean, and they, they don't really explain satisfactorily how, if you can see other planets and see that they're round, how can you so things don't fall off the planet because there's an ice ring around the edge, like a gigantic wall of ice. So and where's the picture of that? Yeah. It's someone like well, you can't actually one of the things tangentially that I heard or read or whatever when I was doing this or is that you can't actually ever get to the ring of ice around around the disc because of magnetic something or they will say that um it, it too you actually do get to it and you just can't see it because it's too tall like there's just no. all sorts of stuff because what if okay <laughs> yes. right. so if you,
1: <laughs> you started in <laughs> new york just 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 work with me for a minute you know i would make you start in new york you drive all the way to California. You get on a boat. You go over. Maybe you go through Hawaii. You get over to whatever China, whatever. And you get back on a car and you and go around and go. When you're back in New York, how does that work on a flat planet? I can't.
0: I just it can't. can't. It just can't. And, and um, part of the argument as I understand it to that is at some point you have to get on a boat or a plane. And if, you, <laughs> if when you're on that boat or the plane, the pilot or captain is flying you effectively around in circles. So, no. so you have the flat plane below you and they're just kind of spinning these three sixties okay. to disorient you. And yes, yes, Oh, that is shit I've, I've actually heard. <laughs> I've <gotten laughs> I have gotten demonetized on YouTube. Okay, um, so when did this start? Who's, okay. Who started, other than, you know, maybe back in the. This man. Who started it? This, this man. Okay, so we got to remember, I, I do need to remind us that we've, we've known the earth is round since ancient Greek times. Yes at the latest, there is evidence that it actually goes back further than that, that the knowledge of around a globe is actually older than that. So scientifically, we have actually known and actually been able to prove that the Earth is a globe for uh, 2000 years minimum. That's important to remember. (laughs) Because this all started with this dude named Bedford, and he, I'm not even gonna give him the dignity of a first name. So this man Bedford in England was working with one of his friends and he had just bought a fancy new telescope. This is very early in the industrial era. So a telescope was a pretty big deal to have, but also an education was not necessarily such a big deal to have. <laughs> kind of yeah. like now, right? I feel like that plays into it. <laughs> Um, so he had he had a friend with a boat with a sailing mast not a big boat because they were sailing on a river in England but there's a fairly flat stretch of river and he said okay well if the earth really is round you sail off this way down this river and I should lose sight of you and the mast of your boat in by the time you've gone six or seven miles down this river because the naked eye can see out those flat distances about six or seven miles results may vary depending on your eyesight etc yeah. there's a lot of factors that actually play into that so the boat goes down the boat goes down 10 miles the boat goes down 15 miles bedford can still see it but he's still seeing it with a telescope but he decides that because he can still see this mask 10 15 miles out that it's actually because the earth is flat and that the idea that it's a globe is completely false that's his reasoning he wrote a book um, under a fake name and the book actually didn't get any traction until well after his death in fact um this theory didn't really take off there were always a few fringe people here and there that would be like sure the earth is flat but it didn't really take off until the internet happened. And those very few handful of French people convinced... Um, you say fringe or French? <laughs> fringe. Fringe. F-R-I.
1: <laughs> I thought you said those very few French people. Oh, no. That's, no, the French. No, the
0: French. Now the earth is my <laughs> French. French people. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he developed a lot of ideas to... Help sustain his theory that the Earth is actually flat. A lot of flat earthers believe that gravity is a hoax, and I can't even touch that one because it makes my brain hurt. Um, because it's flat, there it doesn't have to be. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Basically, the seasons happen because the Earth is a fixed spot in the solar system, and the and the Sun actually moves itself around the disk. So it's a, yeah. So it's not a
1: solar system. It's a yeah.
0: It's not a solar system. It's a Terran system. The center of everything. Yes, yes. Uh, and then the Sun itself is act the Sun itself is actually moving further or closer to Earth. Oh um, boy mm mm-hmm. so how does not, day and night happen so one theory there I've seen a couple where one theory is they day and night happens because the sun is going around the earth disk much like how we go around the sun how we travel around the sun and
1: yeah but we also <laughs> I know
0: I know I can't look
1: <laughs> okay so yeah Okay, I'll let you finish, and then
0: I'm going to have my little comment. I know, but I just, very frequently, people who (laughs) believe that the Earth is flat also believe in multiple other conspiracy theories, including, and this one blows my freaking mind, some flat earthers believe that the disk is actually thick, if you will, and that that thick disc is hollow on the inside so there's the hollow earth theory which i'm not going to get too into but uh if you've read journey to the center of the earth you or even seen one of the movies you have a pretty good idea of of that theory because it's literally that hg wells wrote a book and somebody went that seems logical it is not they also believe that the moon landing was faked. Yeah, because they believe that's flat too? No. Or is it an optical? But, it's not really fake? Uh, it, it depends. Some, it depends on who you talk to. I have read that some people think that the moon is actually a hologram. For? I don't know the answer to your question.
1: <laughs> your science brain just gets
0: I, I just, I, it, it's a hologram. Um, some people. I, and uh, who's projecting it? See, I have just have so many questions. I would just right. I know. So, all, but also, uh, yes, they do believe that the um, some people believe it's a flat disk perpendicular to the Earth because, uh, and they they argue this theory because we only see the one side of the Moon. We never see the dark side of the Moon, right? It's tid- we're tidally locked. Yeah. So that was a science term, ladies and gentlemen. We're tidally locked. <laughs> That's science. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's flat Earth theory in a nutshell. Um, it's there's lots and lots of YouTube videos. I strongly recommend uh, finding the YouTube videos that are reaction or critiques to the flat earth videos
1: as a opposed podcast.
0: To, to trying yes also a so reaction
1: reactionary video would be perfect for something like that yeah see my reactions <laughs> you could go <laughs> we, we, could, we could get famous yeah. doing
0: that i tell you
1: i thought it'd be fun like we did some pros and cons like oh, i believe this part of the conspiracy but you know then they take it too far but oh my goddess no flat earth, no pros this <laughs> conspiracy. I say flat earthers are flat out crazy. And that's my comment.
0: i i just i cannot wrap my head around Uh, there's just there's so much proof to the contrary of a flat earth It's, it's we're
1: not back in the middle ages and they knew better in the middle ages
0: exactly exactly
1: i really worry about our world sometimes when i see the decline of intelligence
0: um, uh, you know, when you, it's, it's a lot like people and the um, whole mask stuff that is happening now. Wear if your you mask. Get, or give me a mask. You're going to get down there. Okay, you can have a mask. Kristen's favorite. <laughs> this is, okay, so this is my absolute favorite conspiracy theory in the entire world of all time, forever and ever, probably until I die. Um <laughs> This one is called Mel's Hole. There are a couple of pretty good YouTube videos out there. I have yet to find a good podcast episode on it, um, but it's it's one that's very close to my heart. Back in the mid nineties, there was a show called Coast to Coast with Art Bell. It was on AM radio. I think it started usually around 11 p.m. Pacific time and went until one or two in the morning. Um, I was a college student. My husband at the time was a delivery driver, late night delivery driver for Domino's, so late night, and so we would listen to Art Bell. One night, Art Bell gets a phone call from a gentleman named Mel Waters. Um, I should note that that Coast to Coast, if you don't know Oh, you should if you're into anything spooky at all. Uh, Art Bell covered everything from cryptids to um, to flat Earth stuff to UFO sightings to c- other conspiracy theories, um, and he always did it with a pretty good sense of humor. But it was it was a wild it was a wild ride. Every episode was a wild ride. There's actually a podcast out that is snippets of the original art bell show um just and, and short still um,
1: what's the guy's name that does it now
0: uh, uh, nori something nori yeah right yeah he has a show on uh, gaia too and it's still good but art bell was was fabulous like his way of hosting was great so anyway one night this guy mel waters calls into the show and Mel says he lives outside of Ellensburg, Washington. Which, hey, at the time, I lived in Ellensburg, Washington.
1: Yeah, the mystery
0: deepens. In- <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, so it was kind of cool because we're I you know, oh, you're calling from Ellensburg. So Mel goes on to tell a story about this land that he lives on. There is a This land has traditionally been sacred to um, the natives in the area. The Yakima Reservation is literally just over the hill from where he says his property is. Um, and that, that whole ridgeline was actually sacred lands for the indigenous peoples. So he tells, he tells listeners about this bottomless hole on his property. And it's so bottomless that for over 40 years, people have been dumping things into the hole and there was no indication of those things ever hitting bottom or the hole ever filling up. Mel himself claims to have dropped fishing line to a total of 80,000 feet, Many miles, by the way. That's a big (laughs) roll of fishing line. Never hit the bottom, according to Mel. Mel also claims that a dog that had passed away had been disposed of down this hole, and only to come bounding out of a wooded lick hatch near the property later that day. Mel Mel claims in later calls to the show that the government men came to the property and paid him to stop talking about it and then allegedly bought his property and paid for him to live in Australia for a year. For a year? Well, he lived there over a year and then came back and then had subsequent phone calls into the Art Bell show where it's obvious that Mr. Waters is sort of losing his grasp on reality. OK. So, so like he talks about this magic coin that he carries around with him that sometimes in his pocket and sometimes not. Like it just dis- it disappears out of his pocket huh. and then will be magically back in his pocket when he knows it wasn't in there. Um, that sort of like there is there theres clearly something going on mentally with him like Mm -hmm. it starts to sound in the later interviews which i've re-listened to starts to sound a little bit like uh, dementia maybe Here's what I know for sure is if you go and you look it up, you will get varying results. Oh, here's another key point because this one's important. So you know now we have Google Maps and you can zoom in real tight on almost everywhere on the entire planet. Mm-hmm. But at the at the time, the big map website I think was Terra Server, wasn't Google. Google didn't exist yet, but it was something like that, like Terra Terra Server. Right? Okay i think but at the time allegedly you could go to where this plot of land is supposedly at and there would just be pixelation there would be like the black pixelations where uh, they didn't actually couldn't actually have the satellite pictures or where the pictures were purposefully edited before they were put up online that happened at the time in the at that time in the 90s that was happening all the time with things like air force bases were being blacked out on the pictures before they were going up on the internet yeah and so this stretch of menashtash ridge is blacked out and you can't see it now you can see all of menashtash ridge but what i can tell you for sure is that this location where the hole allegedly is is right next door to the yakima training center which is a military installation okay that does uh, training for desert environments okay and i tell you with a surety that there were suddenly places on that ridge after the art bell phone call that you were not allowed to go
1: mm-hmm. i had
0: friends who were working archaeological sites up on that hill and <laughs> one day they can go out there and the next day they cannot oh interesting then, that kind of gives yeah. them yeah. well yeah um I don't know. You,
1: in regards to this, have you heard about Red Elk? I've met him. Oh, you have met him. <laughs> yeah. So um, you could tell us um, so that he was a Native American shaman or a medicine man, and he says he's the only, or he appears to be the only person alive that is um, other than Mel, because we don't know where Mel is that's seen the hole. Mm-hmm. Um, said his dad first showed him the hole in 1961, and he said it was the endless hole. It's. Really interesting that
0: that ridge where this hole is has always been incredibly. It's land held in high regard by the natives that grew that lived there. So long history
1: for it. Yeah, yeah. He had some things that some people call the devil's hole. That is a small underground base, which might make sense. A white box is covering the area on some satellite images, mm-hmm. meaning they're blocking out everything from alien activity huge crafts will appear and hover over the hole and then the other thing interesting was during summer solstice when spacemen loaded and unloaded things from the holes before flying away the other things i saw on about it being mother's earth's womb. you know i might not buy the whole story but there's definitely stuff there i think that something's going on what do you think
0: Oh, I know something's going on. Um, I have seen too many weird things out in that general vicinity. My singular UFO experience and I'm very specific here. it was unidentified and it was flying. and I have to assume it was an object That's right, That's right. <laughs> a UFO. Uh, um, I am not saying it is aliens. I am saying it's entirely possible and plausible that it was um, a test flight for some sort of military craft, but (laughs) I mean, all I know is I had gone out back my house Mm -hmm. when I lived in Ellensburg and it was right around this time. It was a little later than mel's hole because shorty was alive so 2000 ish i'd gone out back to have a cigarette because i smoked back then and i was looking out towards Menashtash because it was just a beautiful evening and it's just it's beautiful country out there
1: now would that be the same direction that mill's hole is in or yes
0: okay. yes i was looking out towards the ridge that mel's hole would be on okay. but i've got at least <clears throat> from where i'm standing at this point. There's at least three other ma- hills, ridges, between my place. Yeah, okay. there's the, uh, there was probably a good 20 miles between where I was and where Mel's Hole is. But again, this is rural Washington. People drive 20 miles to get a cheeseburger, and not bad. an eye. And yeah. so you know, the distance, like I said, I had friends who were working out there daily. Yeah. So, but um, I'm looking out towards Mel's Hole, Mills whole property and I see a light just slowly moving across the night sky. It moved across my field of vision for probably 20 or 30 minutes and so that means it wasn't a plane because there's no way a plane would take 20 minutes to fly across that valley. Mm -hmm. There's just no way. At first I thought it wasn't moving. I thought it was just a stationary light so I was thinking something like cell tower maybe except that there was no blinking light on it it was a steady light yeah out that direction and like I said I don't I would I would think that that's probably some sort of military experimentation Mm -hmm. and not necessarily aliens but I don't know what it was and it made no sense not saying it's aliens but it's aliens (laughs) aliens
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the um, last of our three that we each knew about is the Moon Conspiracy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, so this one is Alex's favorite. And she gets so excited. We should have had her come do this. <laughs> yeah, she should have had her be a special guest. Because she gets so excited, she just can't even... So uh, remember when we talked about flat earth and I said that a lot of flat earthers believe that the moon landing is a hoax. Well, I, I don't even know. No. Okay. <laughs> so the, the, the core of it, the, the very seedling of this hoax is that it lays in the idea that we simply did not have the technology to go to the moon. And politically it was just so the push was just so intense that we, Get to the moon because the Russians were going to the moon. Yeah. Those gosh darn commies. And at the time, the red menace was still the red menace, yeah. you know. And so, if they get to the moon and they colonize the moon, and da 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 da. And so, the theory goes that <laughs> that um, because the Soviets had already gotten into space, um, and really pretty quickly, all things considered. The U.S. government was really worried about losing its technological and scientific supremacy, especially in the middle of the Cold War, and this was a time of pretty intense distrust of the U.S. government. The Pentagon papers had just been released a couple of years ago, for sure. The U.S. government was desperate to save face basically, and desperate to look like they had this under control. So, um, So they faked the moon landing. We didn't actually go to the moon. The theories that happen or that are, that people talk about all have to do with things like the flag that was planted in the pictures that looks like it's waving in a breeze, which the moon has no atmosphere. So there is no breeze. Okay. So if we accept the moon has no atmosphere, there cannot be a breeze. How does the flag look like it's blowing in the breeze? Um, there's shadows that allegedly don't match up. There's no stars that are visible in any of the photos. There's uh, supposedly there's one photo where you can actually see a allegedly a guy holding a boom mic. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> It, it's not, it's a trick of the light. But um, so like the flag looks like it's flying, waving in a breeze because it was actually a two part flagpole. Yeah. And they yeah. couldn't unfurl it the whole way because technical issues and they just traveled quite a little ways.
1: Um, interesting, because I heard they put the the uh, wavy pole in there to make so it wouldn't just hang down. So it would be.
0: That would work too. and the bottom line is it hasn't moved ever since they put it up Um, the shadows don't match up because there's multiple light sources we've got the Sun the Sun is being a light source the earth is actually a light source because the earth is reflecting sunlight up to the moon yeah Um, and then there were the lights from the um, actual ship that they took up there the spaceship that they took up there and landed the module that had its own lights and so you've got these three different light sources so of course there's conflicting shadows and there were no stars visible because at the time the direction it was daylight daytime, it was yeah. daytime it was like, they, we don't they, do you see stars when you go out in the daytime do you, no so the theory is basically that stanley Kubrick filmed the moon landing on a massive and hidden soundstage stories conflict. Some say it's in the Mojave Desert. Others say it's somewhere in California, in L.A., like underground L.A. It just depends on who and who's, who's the story. Yeah. yeah. It's compounded by the theory that there's footage in the movie 2001 Space Odyssey that backs this up. So that's now-
1: actually footage in the movie that was produced that they just like reuse the film? Because- yeah. Yeah. That's what yeah. they that say. Makes- nice. Let's go with that. Um, The the interesting to me is despite all the third-party evidence of satellite pictures and all that, this Mm conspiracy has been around for five decades. Mm -hmm. We already talked about the flag fluttering. They say they put a a hole in it. Uh, The other one I saw was footprints in water. Some think that you have to have moisture to leave footprints, but the answer is no. Particles of dust can hold various shapes with a friction between them. Um, The lunar module didn't... um, they said it didn't land on the surface because it didn't leave a crater. The moon is made up of rocks. That's something picked up. The other one, a little little off topic, but these two cracked me up. The moon is really a space station. For the aliens? For the aliens, yeah.
0: Good,
1: good. Or, um, and bless our little bridge <laughs> brothers, because one came up and said, no one could have walked on the moon because it's made of light.
0: Kind of goes, maybe it was a
1: flat earther. Oh, no, be. you
0: told me this, and I pretended I didn't hear you.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's actually on a show, so they have proof. The other one is that the moon's going to turn green. A couple of weeks ago, um, there was, I guess, in um, between April and May of 2016, something about the alignment of the planets or something, so it had a slight green. But I thought, you know, people said it was made out of cheese, so it's just moldy cheese.
0: Just moldy cheese,
1: yeah. Uh, the last one I like is. They take us a little further. Moon makes us lunatics or something. Um, says it can make us wilder, give birth, less likely to sleep, more likely to commit crime. They can't, people say they can't sleep on the night of the full moon. Maybe it's just the light, I don't know. The connection, some literature said a connection between full moon and mental illness or other such activities. But, about this one, but anybody that's ever worked in a hospital or, yeah. any, or you know, maybe a dispatch or something knows there's a
0: little bit of evidence behind this. I worked at a pharmacy for years and years and years and years, and we would mark on our calendars the, the full moon the day before, the full moon the day after, because that was the day that if something was going to go sideways whether it be your computer system or a shipment getting lost or whatever it was almost always going to happen on those three days and we actually at the one pharmacy because my boss was just as into all of the witchy stuff as i am Mm -hmm. we would track when when did we get booted out of the insurance systems? What days did we? And almost, I would say 75% of the time that was going to go wrong, it would go wrong those three days.
1: Yeah. And since we're Lunar Magic Tea Time, we do believe the moon has an influence on us. And um, just warning everybody, look out world. The blue moon falls on Halloween this year. So that's just asking for trouble. We are just asking for trouble.
0: Oh, so pros and cons.
1: I absolutely believe we've landed on the moon. and But as far as aliens on the moon, I'm not running that out.
0: Well, I mean, think have any dark side of the moon watching us. So remember that the CIA or the FBI or whoever just released hmm. in what, at the beginning of the pandemic, they released the actual uh, UFO photos, the, the actual alien craft photos. So we know that there are, oh, we yeah. know, like we now know it. They just did it during the middle of a pandemic, so we couldn't all freak get out. Oh, here. Yeah. 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 I think for most conspiracies, there's a grain of truth, and that's how they yeah exactly they get you.
1: So, do you want to go first?
0: So, mine actually is going to require one little thing. Oops, Hold on. Um, mine is not a conspiracy anymore. Oh. it's been proven um From to be true to be true oh wow. um it is something that used to scare the the gibbies out of me
1: okay
0: um and i'm just gonna play a little snippet and hope give me one second let's see okay let's hope that this works hope this picks up if not there will be some editing So, did you hear that?
1: All I could hear is I thought I heard
0: 588. Okay, well, I don't have to... Hopefully, I'll be able to send you. So, my favorite thing to freak myself out with is number stations. So, number stations are radio signal stations broadcast all over the world, usually picked up by ham radio operators and small, you know, the small. Yeah, old CB radio or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, They've been around since, technically since about World War One, but they really came into popularity uh, during the Cold War because they are actual fly communications. But when people first started, so after World War II, there was um, really an explosion of radio hobbyists. mm mm-hmm. Um, I know my grandpa was one um, because it was something he had done in the Navy during the war and he just really kind of enjoyed that process. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he had a ham radio in his basement. But um, So when this explosion of ham radio enthusiasts happened and they started picking up these stations that uh, here's the thing, a number station will always play a little snippet of completely ordinary either music I heard that. Or, or talking. It's completely ordinary. Completely ordinary. And then it will pause and there will be a burst of numbers or a specific burst of static. Hmm. And that's the transmission. So the numbers that you heard in um, the Lincolnshire Poacher that's the number station, those numbers were zero two five eight eight. 02588 they almost always use a woman's voice. Sometimes they use a child's voice and that is creepy as heck. Yeah, why? Oh, I hate those so much. But when people first found them, they were like, okay, we don't, are these a countdown to nuclear war? Because at the time it was the Cold War. Mm -hmm. Um, Are these uh, cries for help, especially the ones that were coming from behind the Iron Curtain? um because people were picking up like in cal if you had a strong enough radio you could pick up ones from russia yeah on the west coast here in the states they are they've only fairly recently been confirmed to be spy stations they fell out of favor there are still at least three that are still broadcasting regularly but there's and there may be more but it's only been pretty recent that the governments of a couple of countries have come forward and said yeah you know yeah those are us we did those like actually been communicating through it yeah and it's like i said it's only been pretty recently that they um have admitted that i want to say the last less than 10 years probably where it's been. Yeah, 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 we did that. But the first time I found a number station, I was browsing the internet in the middle of the night when the internet was still a brand new baby. And there were like four angel fire sites. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, you know, Life. live journal wasn't even a thing. I came across a website that had a bunch of click clickable little music bursts and I clicked one and it was the Lincolnshire poacher. And I nearly peed my pants. (laughs) For some reason, a number station will always get that little part of my lizard brain and go danger, 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 danger. danger." And if I find and like for a while in the, um, Right around 2010 people were putting little number station music everywhere just randomly out in the wild on the internet and you'd find it and be like oh my gosh that's it that's the signal we're all gonna die <laughs> okay well I guess we can't do anything to disprove that if they've
1: admitted it yeah yeah then it would have been something yeah the that went around Oh, so, mine is Obama and the weather manipulation. Oh, I love this one. So (laughs) the conspiracy theory of the moment goes something like this. They are saying because the Obama administration is being asked how much they knew about Bonzi, the um, IRS, the Justice Department's double-leak investigations, in order to make Americans think about something else, the administrator manipulated the weather and created the mile-wide Moore tornado. Man, you know, (laughs) can you imagine Um, what would happen now? (laughs) So, um, but obviously no one in the administration is a mutant who can uh, change weather patterns like storm of the X-Men. And the Oklahoma tornado truthers claim that the administrator whipped up that storm to kill 24. So, so are they
0: saying, are they saying that that there was, like, to distract us? Okay, but did technology do it, or did they like... Oh, like he was like, no, Yeah, they're, they're
1: saying, um, there's um, who's those crazy ones on the... Like the Large Hadron Collider actually is... That, yeah, they're saying that um, even though there was evidence that there was a jet stream with the moisture from the Gulf of Mexico that created this perfect situation for horrifying tornadoes, and in the last 63 years, Oklahoma... May has been the month that we continue to see the most mm-hmm. tornadoes. Never mind that. This one, um, we're going to blame on Obama. Oh, when 22 okay. of those tornadoes, some massive and deadly, hit that town since 1890. But you
0: know, maybe Obama went back into the. Well, I mean, and did it. You know, one of the theories, one of the joke conspiracy theories that one of my friends keeps posting is, you know, what if time travel is real and somebody just keeps traveling back to 2020 to try to fix it, but every time they fix it, they make it worse. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> now. So, if you are a time traveler coming from whenever to this, stop it.
1: Yeah, please, please.
0: We or, need you I done. have
1: a better idea. I have a list of Meet people <laughs> that take with you and maybe send them to Mars like if you're going to put them on a planet by themselves so do I believe in weather manipulation yeah I believe in the chemtrails and that they're messing with the weather do I believe that um, President Obama had like a red button that he pushed and caused this no I mean that he was using it as distraction. no I don't believe that because just think of it if there was that power T-Rump would not have to send in untagged <laughs> uh, soldiers. He could just hit the weather. Really, you think?
0: You well, think if that power
1: was there, he wouldn't be pushing those buttons.
0: But he can't take out Oklahoma because if he takes out Oklahoma, he takes out half his stand base. No, I mean not.
1: It wouldn't. I, be.
0: I just, I, I mean, I know that they
1: harp the. Yeah, 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 harp. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like that, but. Honestly, I mean, humans are doing plenty just by screwing up the with, with global warming. So, yeah, um, but, you know, you always have to blame it on.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Like
1: <laughs> so, that, that's the one I thought. Um, yeah, so do I believe that Obama did that? No, I don't. No, no. I say no. I say no. So do you want to do your... Yeah, because mine's
0: absolutely ridiculous. So conspiracy theories can come from anywhere about anything. Um, All a conspiracy theory needs is a little bit of a little bit of truth lying in it somewhere, Mm -hmm. right? Something that you can grab onto and go yeah, okay. And then it builds from there. Um, There are Conspiracy theories in in everywhere, everywhere. There's not just uh, you know flat Earth, not just the big ones. There's little ones. There's little ones in the entertainment industry, and so one of the ones that uh, um, that a, fr- a friend and I came up with. Thank you, Kara. I love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Kermit the Frog <laughs> and Oscar the Grouch are actually brothers who were separated at birth and Kermit went to the really good house and Oscar went to a tougher situation and that's why Oscar's grumpy and that's why Kermit is Kermit see. and I just I thought that was a really good one to illustrate how you know both characters Mm -hmm. right so you know the two key things in the conspiracy theory Kermit and oscar they have something in common they have a couple things in common they're both green they're both you know if you know anything about muppets they're both from the same creator yeah so technically they are brothers yes
1: you
0: it. But, like, if you like, it's kind the, of a way of using a myth
1: to explain the different yes.
0: characters. Okay. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And mythic thinking is one of the things that um, I keep trying to write a gigantic episode about, and I get overwhelmed and then I go take a nap.
1: Yeah, myths are pretty deep. I'm yeah. Explaining what was going on in our world. Um, mine is not. Light <laughs> So this is my crazy conspiracy. Around five years ago, a virus was released into the atmosphere that turned susceptible people into political zombies. These people were susceptible to the most bizarre comments made by certain political people that caused the reason part of the brain to stop working. It amplified any of the people's faults or their uh, prejudice and cause them to stop using reasoning and follow their party anywhere. Right now, top scientists are still trying to figure out who released this virus, Russians, aliens, the top 1%. Is it the 5G that's amplifying it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can go all all crazy with this, Um, but this virus had two effects. In some people it brought out the worst and in some people it brought out the best. Was this an experiment on how far they could push us before we rebelled and took back our control? So you decide, fact or fiction.
0: <laughs> oh, is is the five G? Because I swear to <laughs> Bob, it's what's that it what? energy?
1: It's just like the cherry on top of the
0: poison. <laughs> I, the, I just
1: died. I just yeah. <laughs> so so look. think about it though. <laughs>
0: no, it's a lot. <laughs> um, it's in the water it's, in the it's everywhere um turns the frogs gay or <laughs> um, maybe
1: in fried food
0: oh oh gosh John, now i want fried food. food though
1: think about it processed food neither one of us eat very much processed food
0: oh no i mean i do lately but that's yeah um so the bottom line is a conspiracy theory can come from anywhere be about anything and it is really our responsibility as humans to you know do our own research but make sure that research is from respected peer-reviewed sources yes um cousin joe bob on youtube is not a peer review source for science information and people that live in white houses
1: should <laughs> not be giving out medical advice. Just saying. Wear your masks, ladies Don't and gentlemen. Don't drink the bleach.
0: We're Insert in for a long haul. In your body.
1: <laughs> and listen to long the song. Long haul. Post.
0: Although I realized that I do need to make my plague doctor mask. Your what, doctor mask? Pla- plague doctor.
1: Oh. Yeah. You, you could wear it on the plane. <gasps>
0: Yeah. That'd
1: be great. I have a has come suit. I'm, I'm going to do this one day, but I'm going to have to take you with me so you can film it. I have the um, breaking bad. Oh, the full suit. hazmat. Yeah. I'm going to put that on with a pair of rubber boots and a pair of goggles and my mask. And I'm going to the store.
0: I will follow you with my camera. Let's go. Let's do this. Actually, I let did. me explain that. I saw, Oh, I'm, I saw a woman who constructed a very elaborate um, hoop skirt that she just pulls on and takes out in public and it's six feet. It's beautiful. Yes. Don't get in their space. So I think that's it for this week in conspiracies, always be, you know, check your sources. Remember the difference between fact and opinion and enjoy conspiracy theories they're there some of them are are fun to read yes
1: and if you have one that you think we should talk
0: about in future episodes email us <gasps> yes especially if it's especially okay. if it's a small local one like Mel's Hole yeah I really want I, I want to hear all of those send me all of those those are the ones that I'm like you, your town believes what mm-hmm. that's amazing more of that Cinnamon, them send them, in, send them in. And in fact, you can send them to lunar at lunarmagicteatime.com. You, that is our website, lunarmagicteatime.com, where you can find Um, our podcasts we have some blog posts that are going to be going up there will be changes coming to the website (laughs) this pandemic has been brutal on both of us you can find the podcast also on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean Spotify and Google Play Uh, you can find Lunar Magic Tea Time on YouTube and you can find merchandise at Teespring under Lunar Magic Tea Time Have a magical day and be safe out there.